Good evening and welcome back to Ulcerative Colitis Motherhood and Me. I'm Ulcerative Colitis Mama and tonight's episode um, unfortunately won't be a particularly happy one and not one that isn't my usual cheerful self. Um, It's quite a difficult one uh, to discuss tonight but I feel that it's a story that needs to be told. And um, before I go any further into tonight's episode I just want to put in a trigger warning um, as this episode will be containing themes of suicide and mental illness. Um, so without further ado, uh, let's get into tonight's episode. Trying to record this episode has been one of the hardest um, hardest things I've ever had to do because I want to, to talk about this. I want to be able to share the importance and the and honour the memory of somebody that's really, really helped me over the last few years and do it justice and try not to fall apart and and it it, it this is this is almost like my fourth or fifth attempt into to posting this episode. And I have no idea how, how best to do it. Um, I don't follow any particular structure when I record episodes. Um, but normally I can just sort of pick up a topic and run with it. But tonight th- this is completely different. And I, I'm i really, really struggling to process the 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 events of the last couple of days really. Um so I had um so three three years ago I was very much in the or three and a half years ago I was very much in the the worst possible place um emotionally. I um I refer to it as a dark place, um where I think it went beyond depression at some stage. And it's not something I talk about very often. Um, I have to feel particularly strong to be able to share my story in that sense. Um, but at that, that stage, I had um, I had had suicidal thoughts and it had escalated to the point where um, my GP uh, and my CPN... Um, were involved and um mon- I was I was monitored for, for a couple of weeks following following a particularly um horrific ordeal and while I was sort of getting back into the swing of recovery with my mental health um and sort of uh the ulcerative colitis motherhood and me um sort of social media platforms were still very much in their their infancy i i I sought out to to get support from fellow bloggers and 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 things like that really so by reading other people's blogs and things i was able to find some solidarity and and some comfort knowing that i wasn't on my own um in in feeling these feelings um and the and the 
there was a lot of shame that came with it on multiple levels and I was very scared to to talk to anybody about it um, for a long time in fear of being judged or uh, labelled as you know selfish or or stupid or or, or whatever for for feeling and 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 going through what what I did um, and it was by chance really that I stumbled upon a blog called Grey Matter Leaks and it was through a, a mutual friend. Um, who had happened to comment on it so I thought I'd check it out and and just sort of see and I find it a particularly interesting read and and things and then as I explored it a bit further I realized I actually knew this person um and we were actually mutual friends that used to go out in a big group of people um going around out in town and things um in our early 20s and so it was it was quite a strange reconnection really because he was one like one of the the guys that was a friend of one of my best friends through his friends and we you know probably had a handful of conversations in in sort of the last 10 years but looking back i i do feel that it was almost like it was it was supposed to happen that we were supposed to reconnect and it it turns out he'd had a very very horrendous journey himself um with depression and and mental health and and i felt the need to to make contact with him and sort of said hey you know i'm you know i wonder if you remember me um we used to kind of hang out in the same group of people like big group of people I mean there was about sort of 15 20 of us and and I said I just want to say um thank you for sharing your story because I found it very um comforting I found it um that I was able to to resonate with with some of the thoughts and feelings that you shared and it's actually helped me through a particularly bad, rough patch in my life. And I sort of gave him a bit of a a brief lowdown. And it, he was probably like the sixth person in the world that actually, um, and two of those being healthcare professionals, that knew the details of what had happened. And he showed incredible... Um, compassion and he was completely non non-judgmental and incredibly kind in his response and he was he was very humbled that his writing um helped me in some way and this we engaged a couple of times then over um our shared interest of sharing our own stories and he he part of his um story was that he'd and i i'm not sure of the details but he 
never thought he would make it to his 30th birthday because he felt that his life would end before then um, and quite possibly through suicide. And I felt that that was heartbreaking, that he felt that that was somehow his goal. Um, although not wanting, he, he it seemed to be something that he, he felt that life was pushing him towards. And when he did actually meet his 30th birthday and, and celebrated it with his friends and family and, and shared that, I felt the need to, to contact him and to to reiterate how much the better how, how much better the world is for him still being in it and um and I I sort of said to him, you know, thank you for being you. Thank you for being here and you know You've helped me greatly, although you probably don't know this, but you your openness, your your honesty with your writing has has helped me so much to realise that I wasn't walk, walking this dark path alone. That there are others out there that, that feel this way sometimes and and we're not truly alone. And um and one of the things I'd said to him was, thank you for being you. Um, I'm so glad you were still here and you're not a memory. Because the world needs people like you. Um, and he was quite taken away by, by that message. And he'd said that how wonderful that message was and that it meant the world and that he valued our friendship and it was quite an honour for him to consider me a friend at that stage because like I said we'd not really seen each other for a long time or had many conversations in, in those those sort of 10 years or so and he he so he'd had very much a roller coaster time uh, in his his own journey. His um, his recovery was not linear. It was very up and down, and he was greeted often by new challenges that he he overcame so many, and he. You could tell that he had a wonderful network of friends and family that absolutely adored him and he adored them and this was very much reflected in the way he wrote and, and the, the posts which he shared on all his platforms. And the last few weeks they they had been again... Um, some were more positive, some were not so. And there was a post on Thursday, I think it was, 
and it was a quote and he often used quotes and to perhaps um sort of he used them as a means of communicating and 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 how he was feeling at that time and that's the impression I got and obviously we weren't close friends and more acquaintances but you could sort of have the impression of how he was feeling by the, the the nature of the quote, whether it was slight humorous, whether it was quite deep and meaningful, whether it was song lyrics. But they all meant something to him um, and they were important to him. And the, the one on Thursday was um, Bob, Dil- Bob Dylan lyrics, I believe. And... And and that was his last post. Um, I then received news the following day that Ethan had passed away. Um, And I still can't really believe it's happened. Um, Because he... He was doing he he was making plans and he was keen to go traveling again and meet up with friends and and he had th- things he wanted to see and do and and achieve and he he was an absolutely gifted writer and and now he's gone and I I still can't get my head around it, really. Um, and it it's so incredibly sad because even when he was going through perhaps the darkest days of his life, he still found it in himself to be kind to others and to help them in their their darkest days, myself included. And he was incredibly selfless. And I I can't understand. Um and and I think they say um you have friends for a reason a season or a lifetime now I always I had always taken that connotation of a reason to be a negative one that it's because they need you for something and it's not necessarily something good I'd always seen that as a a reason you know people mainly around toxic people that aren't that use you up and throw you away that's always the impression I've got with that with that sort of analogy and the last couple of days where I've been trying to process what's happened and that that Ethan is no longer with us is there was a reason we became friends again there was a reason why we reconnected in 2018 when I was at the very much at the, the depths of despair. 
and I believe that that was meant to be, that we were meant to to meet um, as kindred spirits, I guess. And I will always be thankful for that and grateful because I feel that part of that, uh, that his role in, in that formed a great part of my recovery and and despite the, the nature of it all and how, how dark and raw and awful it was at the time he not once made me feel ashamed to have felt that low in my life and he still like I said still felt he still had that selflessness to support someone else going through an awful time while he was going through one himself and just by realising over the course of the last couple of days it's amazing how many lives he actually touched where he had friends that that are friends with me, that we had mutual friends, but different, completely different circles. Um, and that everybody's got so many positive memories of him. But I just feel like his, his, his story hasn't finished being told. Um, he, he was 31. Um, and I know he felt that he hadn't, when he'd got to his 30th, although he'd, he'd got there, he felt that he hadn't achieved very much. And I had said to him, you may not have feel, felt like you've achieved, you've achieved very little, um, but it's a great achievement that you're still here with us. Um, because I felt that somebody needed to tell him that. And whether it was me who who barely knew him, but it's it's incredibly sad to feel that he he isn't here anymore. And although there has been no formal cause. Um, the evidence um, apparently strongly suggests that it was suicide. And it's just heartbreaking. And one of the biggest messages I, I like to try and bring across in all of my social media platforms in this ulcerative colitis motherhood and me um platform if you like is the importance of talking about our mental health and it's not a subject we are very good at talking about and this is why we need to break the stigma we need to be able to talk more freely about how we feel how things affect us how it affects our emotions our thoughts our feelings 
and how it can impact on every other aspect of our lives. And more so, we, we need to look out for our friends and check in on them and make sure they're doing okay. And it's, it turns out that you really reconnect with those people that perhaps you haven't spoken to for a while. Um, and if you aren't feeling great, please talk to someone. It doesn't have to be a professional. It doesn't have to be anyone you're particularly close to. Sometimes it's easier to talk to someone that doesn't really know you. Um, because they've got that impartiality. And sometimes just even smiling at someone can change the course of how they feel that day. Smile at strangers. Say hello. Be kind to people. Be kind to each other. Forget about silly feuds and fights and arguments. Life's too short. And there are so many organisations out there that can support with if you feel bad, if you feel like you're in a dark place that you can't get out of. Just know you're not alone. However lonely you may feel, there is somebody there that will always be willing to listen. And whether that is somebody on a helpline or a friend, a neighbour, somebody you work with, there is always somebody there. And please seek out support networks, seek out the charities, Samaritans, Blurtit Foundation, Mind UK, OCD UK, Anxiety UK, Calm, the Campaign Against Living Miserably. There are so many charitable organisations out there that will help you, they will text you, they will phone you. They will listen to you. They may not even need to talk to you back. It might just be somebody that can, you can offload to. If anything, the last couple of years has taught us is that mental well-being is one is so so precious, and the things in life that we miss the most are generally the ones we don't have to pay for, are the things. The gifts of friendship, family. They're, they're the crux of it. Not material things. And I would just like to... Um, I don't normally endorse or plug um, other users. But I would like for those of you who feel able to um, look at Ethan's work... So please search for Grey Matter Leaks, and that's Grey, G-R-E-Y, Matter Leaks, L-E-A-K-S. He is on Twitter. He was on Facebook, I'm not sure if that platform's still there. Instagram, 
and he does have his own website too and I would greatly appreciate if if able if you are in a stage of your recovery that you can engage with somebody else's story please look at his and see how far he's come on his journey and how honest and open he has for a young man to have shared the the horrors that he has endured and to still come out looking after other people is is just honourable and admirable and the world will be a slightly darker place without somebody like Ethan in in it and uh, I just want to end tonight by expressing um, my thoughts and love go out to his friends and family who are struggling right now and although Ethan's part in my life compared to theirs is probably relatively small he still very much enhanced it and made my life a lot easier to live just by some kind words that he shared with me once which I will hold dear for the rest of my life and like I said to anybody who feels that they're struggling please seek help please talk to anyone absolutely anyone you are not alone in this world and people have walked that dark path and I can as one of those people I can say I have and I'm in a good place in recovery now I may feel upset and with the loss of such a wonderful person but please please keep talking Let's break this stigma and don't let mental illness win. We will break this stigma and we will get people talking more openly about their thoughts and feelings and make it less of a taboo for everybody. For those who need any support, please look at my useful links page on my website, which is WordPress forward slash ulcerative colitis motherhood and me and there is a list of helplines there that can help you with email addresses website addresses and phone numbers alternatively just tap them in your search engine be kind look after each other good night